It's like a dim-witted Bill Clinton you were throwing out there. That's fine. It was funny because you'd be like, hey, we got to go to this planet. Yeah. You know, and I'd be I'd like, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I don't know how that works, man. Well, they, but it's yeah, like if they yeah. feel like, I mean, I got accosted for saying I called him a he. He hasn't had his surgery yet. Well, he he feels like a woman inside. So it's a she. And I went, <laughs> OK, well, I I told I told somebody I go, OK, well, then I, I think I feel black. I sing All these great stories you're telling me. Because it's what, not called People of the Year. Why does it call People of the Year? Why, like, if there's they so many good They give it to one stories. person each. It's one, the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. They give it to one. And that's cool. I just... I <laughs> Your courage just wasn't enough this year. I put... I, <laughs> I sing the everybody welcome to you're gonna get a disease with luke and nick hey buddy hey guy how's your week been going man uh it's been okay busy tiring what you been up to me adjusting my mic just bullshit Work. softball went and watched amy uh derby bot last night so is uh she interested in getting all of her 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 crew for her show um is that like something that she would want to talk no, about she probably yeah. would she'd probably enjoy it it'd be good for the team I, we haven't really discussed, like, who and when. and I think it would be great if we could get everybody rounded up here. Um, I like doing a little bit of off-kilter format. That's what we've been doing all week. With, I think every show has gone a little bit uh, astray, if you will, just to test shit out. And yeah, no, I listened to your, your special episode. Did you like it? You mocked the fact that it was a special episode. <laughs> and then it's listening, special. listening to Jonah get enraged by saying something and then creating my response and then arguing with imaginary Luke. I thought that was classic. I told when I talked to him, I said, I go, I'm not even there and I'm carrying your show. Imaginary Luke. Luke would say this. And then I would say this to him. Hey, I'm guilty of that. I'm like, Luke would probably say this, say that. Yeah, but then Jonah would respond to imaginary Luke. (laughs) Well, fuck you. Man, that, that, um, that was a weird show and we put that up on Friday afternoon, mm-hmm. and there's already been 20 people that listen to it, which means there's 20 people that have... I think five was me, because I kept having to stop, and <laughs> it would restart, because I couldn't get through the goddamn movie, 35-minute movie The summary. movie review Interstellar is accurate, Jill, so, you know, you can debate me on the show all you want, but that's the way the movie went down, so I love you. Um, let's see, man. We had... Uh, few topics we needed to get through but i, I like should to always rehash the jonah story we, we just, could, to, piss just to piss jonah off one last time we're mm-hmm. not we're going to tell a new jonah story today it's yeah amazing it only took seven episodes to get through the last one so yeah uh i wanted to talk about the bar and i got pissed off again last night okay this All is right. becoming a running theme. this is becoming a running theme so we'll have a there's a new segment nick's pissed off <laughs> About what 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 pissed Nick <laughs> off at the bar this week? Okay, so we gotta get to get some theme well, music. Well, the cheers music will come in here. I could do that. And then, Maybe what pissed Nick off is a new segment where we ask Nick what, what pissed, pissed him off at the bar. Off. <laughs> so, bartender Nick. All right. So this reminded me of one of your stories from the uh, Aurelios. You often post stuff online 
about how a customer calls in and says some, right. some shit that's just completely off kilter and you're like, what made you think that? Yeah. So uh, I had a very dead night yesterday. It wasn't too hard on my feet or anything like that. It was nice. It was nice to get almost a relaxing night. The Blackhawks like screwed up our entire schedule. So there's mm-hmm. only a few dates out. And we had one group, of course, stay to the very end, which is just a, a man and a wife, uh, probably in their 50s. So this is the conversation we have. Hey, uh, what's the difference between a large glass of wine and a small glass of wine? And I go, a large glass of wine is seven ounces, as small as three and a half. It's just essentially half the size. Mm-hmm. And he goes, well, seven ounces doesn't sound like a lot. I'm like, it's actually one third of a bottle, believe it or not. I'm like, the glass that he was holding, I said, I could get an entire bottle of wine in it, believe it or not. If I pour it, it's all an optical illusion. There's yeah. not a lot of liquid in a wine bottle. So he goes, okay, I'll take a large glass of wine. Mm-hmm. Okay, serve it. Uh, then he's like, hey, do you have any free food? <laughs> I'm like, no, we have a menu, though. I mean, you're more than happy to order off the menu. He's like, well, you really should have free food, some snacks. Mm. Okay, nice critique, whatever. And I'm like, well, yeah, we we don't have any snacks. I'm sorry. Did you but- explain to him that... <laughs> By his logic, we would be out of business. Because you really should have free this. You really should open a business and then give stuff away to me. And so there's nobody else in the bar to hear this conversation, which is, you know, I'm like, oh, man, why isn't somebody around just to hear the stupidity that I'm getting? But at the end of their uh, stay, they said, OK, we just need the tab. And I give them their tab for a beer and one large glass of wine. OK. As they're leaving, he pays for a tab. And he stops, he turns around, he comes back to the bar. He's like, hey, do you have any more of that, that Pinot Noir left that you were pouring me? I go, yeah, I mean, it's not last call. Would you like another glass? He's like, well, can I get the rest of the bottle? Because you opened that up, right? I'm like, well, yeah. He's like, well, why can't I take the rest of it? And I'm, I'm sorry, was there some sort of misunderstanding? I, you ordered a glass of wine. I poured you the glass of wine. He's mm-hmm. like, well, yeah, but I, I wanted the bottle. I'm like, but, sir, you didn't order the bottle. And this is what he says to me with a straight face. Well, that's just not fair. I don't know where to go with the conversation. Now I feel like I'm in some sort of weird paradox. And then his wife, underneath her breath, she goes, oh, this is just ridiculous. Probably at him. No, it was at me. It was completely directed you know at need, me. You know what you say to someone like that? You need to, you need to lay it out from your point of view. Of, or say, okay. I very slowly so did. So the... the f- what would be fair to you <laughs> and me? Fair, fair includes both of us. Yeah, right. That's just not fair. Would be if you paid for <laughs> one third of a bottle, but I gave you the whole bottle. Essentially, <laughs> that would be fair to both of us, right? It's fucking amazing. You gotta. I mean, sometimes you got to lay the shit out for people. And what he, was the guy? How was the guy dressed? What would you? Well, to do, he looked fine, and he looked like what I would call, or at least his attitude was to me, a scammer, somebody that wants something completely for free. Mm-hmm. They'll do it, and they'll bend every angle. Yeah. And yesterday was uh, Star Wars Day in Joliet by the public library. It was really fun, good time. Uh, we went with Brennan and Sarah, and uh, and all the kids, and we went to the Tap House in uh, Plainfield. Mm-hmm. This is before my shift and everything like that. So as we get there, we're waiting to get served for a table or seated for a table. And the and did server. You, did you order a beer and tell them they should give you the keg? <laughs> well, that's just not fair. Exactly. Mundo. 
the server was standing there helping this group of four, and they have their kids with them. And this is why we're just standing there. And the guy, and we, I overhear this conversation, and so does Sarah, and so does Brendan. The guy at the table goes, after they finish their meal, he goes, you know, this place has just really gone downhill. The food quality is terrible. After they ate their food, mm-hmm. and I see this poor server going, Oh, he says this to her now. He says, no, this is a guy. It's a guy server, and this is what this patron is saying to the server, and we're all watching this happen. And the server is, you know, like, you didn't complain in the middle of your meal. Now you're complaining after it's all said and done because they wanted something. And so Brendan, being Brendan, he's overheard the conversation. When we get our tab, we had the same server. Brendan, of course, hey, man, I just want to let you know the service down here has just gone to the shitter in the last two years. So the guy starts laughing because we had overheard the conversation. Yeah. He says, those people have been coming in for two years, and they complain about something all the time. And I told him, mm-hmm. dude, when's it time to cut bait? Like, just fucking drop this shit. And so yesterday, when I was approached by this gentleman, he wanted something for free, and I was proud of myself to just be like, no, dude, get Scram, get out of here, you know. You got it yeah. sometimes. You push it's, them off to the side. There's so. always somebody looking for something for free. And I wonder, is it I deserve this or let's see if I can get away with it? And I think it's you, let's see if I can get away with it. These guys got to be scammers. But then how do you live yeah. with yourself? How do you go home and look yourself in the mirror and go, I'm pretty proud of myself today. I, I badgered some poor bartender into giving me free stuff because he was just so over it. That's what I was – that was the exact same thought I had. I was like – if, I, and I don't believe it's – I deserve this. I believe they're trying to get away with shit. And I, I don't think I've ever tried to scam the system to get a free breadstick or a free fucking glass of beer or something like I, that. I, I use the term a lot, and my nephew kind of picked it up too when dealing with customers or even employees that sort of like – if you offer something, you know, say, oh, my pizza was, you forgot a topping. Mm-hmm. You know, they oh, ordered for, for, yeah, sausage, pepperoni, mushroom. Oh, you forgot to put the mushroom on. Hey, I'm really sorry about that. Do you want us to replace it? No. I said, all right, I'll discount your next order. Well, how much? And I'll say, you know, 20% off. Well, that's not good enough. <laughs> See, I, and I'll be like, it's a, it's a $2 topping. Yeah. And I'll go... Okay, well, this is what I'm offering you. You know, mm-hmm. depending on each situation is different. I mean, I'm not a complete Scrooge, especially yeah. if we mess up. Um, but I've used it many times. I say, this is not a negotiation. <laughs> I'm telling you what time, I am man. willing to offer you. This is more, and I always make it more than fair in their favor so that it's not, you don't just get a free pizza because you made a phone call and complained. It's not how it works. You know, my pizza was not cut all the way through. I, I'm, you know, no, you don't get a free pizza for that. Sorry. Do you, I, th- I think uh, I've actually started thinking about the scenarios now that I keep getting approached with. And if it's something that's a mistake without even offering to do a replacement, just do it before they can even complain or ask for a discount or anything. Just like, oh, and just take it away from them. Yeah, no, yeah, I've done that too. Yeah. Like I, the server will come back and go, "Hey, we had the other day," <clears throat> and this is actually a good story. I because... love your fucking pizza story. You really, if you really, we're talking about industrial drunks. If you're really gonna make a book, I, I think a lot of people would be down. Like, no, I I'm, gonna, read, I'm gonna, I want to see that so bad. So, um, I come out, 
and or I'm in the kitchen and we're busy. Mm-hmm. And the dining room got slammed twice. Like it got slammed, emptied out. I cut the first server off, and then we got slammed again. I had to pull her back on. Oh. And our hostess, Lexi, was seating people. Mm-hmm. Seated these two gentlemen. Okay. Uh, and either forgot to tell a server or told a server and they, like, didn't catch up to it. All right. Because I had been telling her, I, I at one point told her, stop seating people. Tell them it's going to be 10 minutes. Let the servers catch up. Okay. People get more antsy when they're in a seat. Absolutely. They Even if you like walk the... up and say it'll be, like, five minutes. Absolutely. You know? And Absolutely. I was sending, I, I grabbed one of the phone girls and the hostess, and I said, start pouring because she sat like three tables and told them it's going to be a few minutes i'm like no you can't do that hold them at the door have them get a drink at the bar whatever Mm -hmm. um so i said go start getting drinks for these people so she comes back and tells me and i go out and it's these two black guys okay (laughs) is that relative to the story it is because we (laughs) it's a it's a little blonde no it's a little blonde white girl (laughs) right you know a white owner all right I'm sure there's, and I'm, my first thought is there's got to be something in their head, like it's because we're because they were there was like oh, one or two other I black people you, in the so. place. But if if you walk into an all white place, mm-hmm. there's always that possibility that you well, think that they're automatically assuming we're not getting served. Not properly. automatically assuming. I'm saying that uh, that is a possibility. It's a poss- possible assumption in their <laughs> brains that. Hey, they're not taking care of us. Right. Yeah, they look So around. I go out, and I immediately, I knew that they had been waiting, and they had asked for the manager. I got you. And I said, I walked up, and I and I said, hey, guys. And before the guy spoke, I said, nobody picked you up. And he's like, no. I said, I got you. What can I get for you? Got their drinks. Put their I put their pizza in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Came out, checked on them, brought their pizza, like, basically served them. I got you. You picked up the slack when, you know, um, it was extra. I go in the kitchen. I'm cutting pizzas. Mm-hmm. One of the phone girls is like, hey, I'm I'm done. She needs to be cut or something like that? It's her out time. She's right. like, can I go or what? You know, they usually say it's it's my time. Can I go? And I said, do me a favor. There's two guys at 52. Ask them if they need refills. All right. She goes out and comes back and says, they said only if the manager gets it for us. And I kind of went, <laughs> what? All right. So the one guy was younger, one guy was older. So the older guy was probably mid to late 50s. All right. Um, really friendly guy. The younger guy looked gave me the stink guy, probably 30s. All right. Late 30s. Kind of the stink guy the whole time. He must listen to the he show. Was, <laughs> but he was, he was friendly. But I know that that only if the – and I went out and I said – Hey guys, uh, anything else I can get for you? And he, the older guy said, "Did you want a refill?" And he was like, "No." So he just kind of wanted to make me work for it a little bit, I guess. Maybe that's um, kind of strange. I said, "All right, well, you guys are good. You know, mm-hmm. it's on me." And the the older oh really? You comped their meal? Yeah. Oh wow! And How long were they waiting? They said ten fifteen minutes, which is realistic. We were slammed. Okay. All right. So you did the right thing. <clears throat> um, and made him feel happy. That's the older awesome. guy shakes my hand and he's like, "You know, I come in a lot." He's like, don't worry about the mistake. I appreciate it, but, you know, it's never happened before. Mm. And I said, well, I appreciate it. He goes, uh, you know, I own my own business. I'm a barber. I get it. And I said, oh, can he was bald. I said, we got the same hairstyle. <laughs> and the, the booth next to them cracked up. They were listening. 
But the other guy, you know, I shook his arm, introduced himself, and then the other guy shook my hand and introduced himself. But there was still that little stink eye he gave me. Mm. I'm like, dude, I just waited on you, comped your food, comped your freaking pops, you know, refilled. It's not like I went, okay, here's your pizza, and left. Mm. I was, I treated them like a table. I kept checking on them, in, and when I couldn't get there, I sent someone to check on them. So what do you think that was? What do I think? What was? What, what do you think? He he still didn't warm up to you because I think you, there was you, you that, pulled a nick almost. You, I you, think there was suspicion. Like, oh, he did this because we're black, and now he's. Oh, I got you. I think the one guy, the one guy got it. He was like, "Hey, it was an honest mistake. This guy's cool." I got you. the younger guy. I think the the generation, the younger generation, or the generate the pop That's culture, my generation, or, I or, so. um, the 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 culture we are in now, which is be suspicious first. I fall, fight yeah. first, you know, I, uh, rather than like, hey, it could just be an honest mistake. I don't give a, you know, and I've said this before and I've said it, I'll say it again. If I'm, I don't care if you're an atheist, a Catholic, <laughs> a black, white, Atheon, Jewish. A- atheist, uh, vegan, crossfitter. Yeah. Any, if you're a dick, if you're a nice guy, <laughs> if you're a Nazi, I don't care. Your money spends the same. So my, I, you know. I care if you're a Nazi. Don't come into my bar. Trust me. I'm not being – I don't let my personal views dictate if you're going to hand me money. Yeah. Hand yeah. me money. I just – I think I have the same suspicion that that generation does have. It always seems like somebody's trying to pull one over on you, and I don't know why that happens. Not, I'm happy-go-lucky most of not the time. Not pull one over, but almost like pun it. It's like, oh, that person – they should be fired. Everyone <laughs> always should be fired for, you know – Using a slur. Oh, you should be fired and, and your life destroyed. Do you think it's like a faux outrage lately? It's like it's even genuine? Because uh, this kind of is, is bleeding in to one of the first topics I wanted to talk about. And I don't want to talk about the person in general. That uh, Bruce Jenner shit. Okay. became Caitlyn Jenner. All right. She had, he had a sex change. And yep. Here's the thing that I get upset about. There's two things. Okay. One... I'm just mad seeing Bruce Jenner on my screen constantly because it's annoying. And they have the same, as far as I'm concerned, the same M.O. as a Kardashian or a Kanye West or anything else. 100%. They're just there for publicity, for publicity's sake, and they want to be in your view. So, I mean, Mm -hmm. uh, calling Bruce Jenner a hero or anything like that, yeah, good for him. You know, that's got to be a brave thing to do for you personally. But, you know, let's not misunderstand what you're doing. You're a publicity whore, and that's what you want. You want people to see you. Yep. But that also turned into so much fake outrage on Facebook Mm. where people were putting pictures up of firemen. These are the real heroes, not Bruce Jenner. And I'm just thinking to myself, are you really that upset that you had to pull a photograph of a fireman holding a naked baby coming out of a building. Sure. Like, are you really that upset? No, because br- this this fucking story will go away in three days, just mm-hmm. like everything else. And so he gets his SB. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I'm going call him Clay. I call him Clay. I'm calling Clay. That's that's what kills me. There was so much of it, man. I, He's the real hero. Yeah, I, and the hero is always in the eye of the beholder. Yeah. But I don't – I well, maybe some people are saying – I personally get that people think that by this 
big name person. Mm. Well, and big name is relative. I mean, again, he's a Kardashian. He was a big name. Uh, I mean, back, if this would happen back when he was a, an Olympic athlete, this would have been probably one of the biggest stories. Sure. Yeah, in the planet. The dude so. won the decathlon. Yeah. But I get that people look and go, this makes things better for a younger person. Now, and I was listening to but Mike. But does it? Mike, well, I was listening to Mike yeah. Lupica today. And. I'm driving back from from church and I'm listening to Mike Lupica and he says, I, it's great. It's wonderful. Good mm. for you. Glad you're happy. I hope it helps some people. But I don't think some transgender teen, they need to realize that it's not going to be I enter a room and it's applause. No, exactly. I, a, I, I It doesn't come with a Vanity Fair no. photo shoot. It doesn't come with everyone on the Internet patting you on the back. No. And the people that even made fun of him and everything, like you, it's it's still he's he's viewed right now as a celebrity. You're, you're not going to be a celebrity if you're a 15 year old girl slash boy. You don't know what exactly. you are. Yeah. So I think that there's them. a false sense of, and whether I, I don't think he's a hero. I, I I think it's brave what he did because that's tough to face something like that. You know you're going to get scrutinized. Yeah. But I don't say hero. To me, a hero does is a selfless. Okay, Bruce Jenner Thank is Thank you not, for using that word, Bruce man. Jenner did not, did not do this and go, I'm not really a woman, but I'm doing this for other people. Bruce Jenner did this to make himself feel better. Yeah. And it just so happens. And he has a show, right? He's got a show yeah, he coming Yeah, he got a freaking TV show out of it. Yeah. I dress like a chick if they gave me a TV show. <laughs> but he, he, he did this to make himself feel better. And the after sort of the, the, the I can't think of the word, the residual yeah. effect was it may help some people. Okay. Someone and you you a fireman, if we're gonna use that as an example, hang That's on, let me a let lot the dog of out. People. Please please All sing. Right. <clears throat> um That's terrible. Oh shit. <laughs> uh I was gonna sing like a prayer by Madonna, but I decided okay. not to. But I was terrible. Um so, you're, but you're a too fireman, quick. You're too quick, man. That's what she said. Um <laughs> A fireman doesn't run into a building to make himself feel better. Exactly. So they, you know, that's their job and they run in. So it's a selfless, yeah, they're getting paid and whatnot. But, Mm -hmm. you know, even think of someone who isn't a, you know, you're walking down the street and your neighbor's house is on fire and you run in and save their cat. That's a hero. Yeah. Bruce Jenner is not a hero. Bruce Jenner is a guy that, that made a brave decision to come out and do this publicly and, and, Maybe and, he can look as a role model to some people for that aspect yeah, of his life. Yeah, and that's fine, but you're not a hero. I just I just I I really want to write to the people that put up like this is a real hero. This is a real and just say, "So, why didn't you post that picture yesterday?" You should be praising them always because apparently you're this outraged about, you know, the guy that came out as a woman and blah 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 blah. And the people that are putting Bruce Jenner on that pedestal that he's such a goddamn miracle worker. Oh, please. I just... Uh... <laughs> it makes me mad because he's getting an award, an award on a sports thing. He's not even associated Wait, with sports Wait, I didn't anymore. hear this at all. So he's getting the, I thought the, you were making an SB No, he's joke. getting the Arthur Ashe Award for Courage or whatever. You know, the one that they gave to Bob Valvano? Or, Jim, I'm sorry, Jim Valvano. Uh, and they, he gave that great speech at the ESPYs. Yeah, well, and then they give that, But they give one every year. And he's and getting it. He's getting it this year. Over and they brought up like I posted, and of course it set off some people that just 
had to do their like well, like you didn't that's research. Marketing. That's marketing decision right there. Well, but they had a, a, a ex marine who lost an arm and a leg on one side. Okay, and he, he competes in CrossFit, and then there's that girl that played college basketball and raised a million and a half dollars for cancer. She had brain cancer and played her final season. So these are the people that were up for the award. They, well, I don't know if there's an up or a nomination, but these are the people that considered dog coming in. Just like a prayer, your voice will take me there. Just like a dream of la da da who lives to me. Like a prayer, I'll take you there. So I was sitting here, like right where I am right now. I didn't one hear morning, any of this. All right. And I'm drinking coffee, and I come across mm, the dude. Coffee. Doing one arm, one leg push-ups that does the CrossFit because right. he can't. He has no. He has like a stub on his arm. Was he a vegan missing. or atheist? I don't know. <laughs> and someone, you know, was like, "This guy was up and came in second for the SB behind Bruce Jenner." All right, and I went okay, and I posted it because not because. Oh, I you believe, po- I didn't. Even I see like this. reposted yeah. it, and it wasn't because I went. Oh, what an outrage! This guy should All get right. it. My whole point, and like a couple people, including Jonah's brother. Oh, you're smart. You should do your research and do the due diligence. And and I went, "Eh, no, I didn't do research and I don't care because that's not the point of me posting it. The point is we're giving this guy an award for doing a completely selfish thing that just so happens to have a residual effect. And I think there's someone more deserving, lots of people more deserving to get praise then Bruce, who's per, Bruce Jenner's had a pretty fucking cushy life up to this point, okay? Absolutely. And even after this, is getting more money and praise and pats on the back when there's a, like a 19 year old girl that dies of brain cancer and fights to play her last college season at basketball, or you know what I mean? They're, Those stories don't get out, and which is a shame. Well, that was out. That was that was. I read a bunch about her. But it's it's. It's I again I didn't know and I'm pretty sure I have my you know finger to the pulse of what's been going on. Why does okay the ESPYS? This is just from my opinion. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a purely marketing standpoint, so people will watch the show. Well, people watch anyway, but there's but they're going to get a like lot more Stuart, viewers. Stuart gonna, Scott got it last year. If, if they give a million, two million more viewers because uh, Bruce Jenner is getting an award. Even of the people that sure. hate the show, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. You're right. It's people a, are going to tune in to see. People are going to see in. what what does he look like? How's he dressed? Exactly. What's he look like without the Photoshop? And is she wearing the latest fashion? I mean, so that is one aspect of it. The other aspect of it is why do the ESPYS have to limit person of the year to one person? All these great stories you're telling me. Because it's wh- not called People of the Year. Why does it call People of the Year? Why, like, if there's they so give many it to good one stories. person each. It's one, the Arthur Ashe Courage Award. They give it to one. And that's cool. I just. I <laughs> Your courage just wasn't enough this year. I put. I, I, <laughs> and I and I wrote on the, I wrote on the re- reply when I said I didn't research and I don't care. Here's why yeah. I put this. I said, um, before this dude told everyone he felt like a woman. He was known as he wasn't even associated with sports anymore. He yeah, was when known, is his last associate? That was, was my next question. When's his last association like the with late seventies? But he was oh, he he was basically considered an obnoxious reality star 
who was mocked vigorously by like Tosh.0 oh and the soup and Absolutely. all. You know what I mean? And by a lot of people because of his freaking plastic surgery he kept having and his face looked like pulled so tight he couldn't even make an expression. Side note, real quick. Back in 2011, I guess there was a Family Guy episode. Yeah, I saw that. He calls him Look, there's Brody Jenna. <laughs> can't, can't believe he came out of Bruce Jenna's vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, look, there's Brody Jenna. God, what a douchebag. I can't believe that came out of Bruce Jenner's vagina. Bruce Jenner is a man. No, Brian. That's what the press would have you believe, but he's not. Bruce Jenner is a woman. An elegant, beautiful Dutch woman. <laughs> Bruce Jenner is a man. No, he's, he's a, a woman. beautiful, beautiful woman, Brian. He's a, be- he's a woman, Brian. Um, but uh, it was classic. But I... I uh, and I'm losing my train of thought yeah, sorry, with a stupid sorry. side note. <laughs> No, you were saying he's not associated with sports. No, he's not associated with – he was just an obnoxious – so I mocked him before. You think because he put on women's clothes it's going to stop me from mocking him? No, he was he, he was just a, a doormat for the Kardashians. I mock him because a he's a fucking time. douchebag. Yeah. He didn't a become a not a douchebag because he – all of a sudden he's, he put himself in a situation where you're considered like a homophobe. And here's the, here's the killer, okay? I was talking about it with somebody, and I said, I don't, is he gay? Is he like? That's she, a good question. And they go, he, well, she, somebody yeah. goes, well, you said in the interview, yeah. said in the interview that he's not gay. He's going to continue to date women. And I went, but he's telling us he's a woman, so he's gay. I don't know how that works, man. Well, they, but it's yeah, like if they yeah. feel, like, I mean, I got accosted for saying, I called him a he. He hasn't had his surgery yet. Well, he, he feels like a woman inside, so it's a she. And I went, okay, well, I've, I, told, I told somebody, I go, okay, well, then I, I think I feel black. So, um, no, you, you know what I mean? I said, shit. you see what I'm saying, though? It's like, no, okay, dude, so you feel like this. They had a new term. That's, I, oh, I, I love new terms. They had a fucking new term. I, I was listening to another podcast uh, off the the Kevin Smith Radio Network. It's called uh, Tell Them Steve Dave, and they were fucking just blast. They, they, they remind me of you and your personality. They were blast. They had a new term, basically, for a guy who feels like a guy, but you know he's like they had all these like it was like pansexual or something like that, and they're like, could you just fucking stop? Just what 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 happened to just just really simple labels? Man, woman, need, gay, straight. We don't need 17 labels for people. And I, labels separate. I'm sorry, they do. Yep. They fucking separate worse than any kind of racism. But going back to the point, he's not involved in sports. Right. That doesn't make any sense to me for a sports-related show. That would be like giving him an Oscar, a, a Lifetime Achievement Oscar. You don't think he's going to be honored at the Oscars this year? That's what I'm trying Like, why would he? Because, he has not associated with acting because it's hip and cool. And now, you know, did they get Emmys for the the Kardashian show? I couldn't tell you. Maybe they've won some Emmys for reality <laughs> programming. I could see that. That would be something that would make sense. Like, oh, and uh, bravery and achievement award for the Emmys goes to that. Makes sense to you? Like what? seriously? Well, at least it's related in the same award category. You know what I'm saying? At least it's television, and if he's on TV, okay, you can get an award for being Bruce Jenner on a television show. But if he's not associated with sports, it does not make sense. I think – you know what I think they should have? I think they should have – does not make sense. An award show for everyday people. I'd come in second. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) 
Here's what they they what, honor, they what are the categories? They honor people. Well, I mean, like, okay, the Hero Award, and you find stories of people who actually did something heroic. That would know, be nice. The the Good Samaritan Award. Mm-hmm. You find people that did good things. I mean, think how nice that would be. I would relate better to someone who's an everyday Joe who happened to at a moment step up and do something great than some overpaid fucking reality star. Yeah, that's what kills me is it's not even reality. They create this whole like false reality and try to live up to the yeah, expectations. It's and, him mugging at the camera like, yeah. every five seconds. That's, and I don't. I would I would relate to that than some some idiotic reality show where you know we're putting you all on an island and it's about survival <laughs> and you're there with just your wits. Like I, mean, I started watching and the cameras. I, I started watching the show The Island and it's been two episodes in. Now, what's that and about? They were, is that Survivor Light? Survivor it's, Hardcore? It's sort of Survivor Hardcore, which right. I just want to see what it was like. But basically, it's these, these <clears throat> like, 16 guys put on an island with a jug of water and, like, knives and just three cameras. And they have actually have cameramen that are going through the same thing. Fuck. And they're like, there's no way out. We're stuck here and we have to survive. Well, the first day, they called in a, a boat to pick up one guy who dehydrated. And then the next day, right, it seems somewhat believable. The next now. episode, another guy got called in, and they're previewing the next one, and they had to bring a helicopter in for a guy who got bit by a snake. So it's like, okay, that, now that's fun to me. <laughs> I'm liking this, so and that's far. it's well, it's it's kind of boring. It really is. I don't think it's gonna last. You gave me the season. highlights of the show. It's like, damn me, it. It's like me and Jonah when we watched Utopia, and it just kind of <laughs> never went anywhere. And then they just quietly took it off the air. I think that's what'll happen with this. Um, but. I forgot that. I'm like, but they they, wow. they painted this picture like these guys are on the island and it's just them and da da da. But they've already called for help three times. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's hey, like give me a fucking break. You think uh, this is an honest to god question? Do you think at one point in our future, do you, you can name how many years you want? Okay, you've seen the movie The Hunger Games. Mm-hmm. Let's not take it that extreme. But do you think eventually you'll get to a point of a blood sport? Eventually, no. You don't think it'll get. We're headed in the a- absolute opposite direction. Even with like is... UFC and everything like that, that becoming so popular uh, with people just beating the living shit out of each no, other. No, because UFC has very specific rules to try to prevent long-term injury. You know, the first one being you can tap out at any time. Mm-hmm. Um, no, you I... don't think you'll be ever a competition or survival show where like the ultimate prize is like some crazy amount of money and there are lacks on the rules where somebody could actually die. Like, you well, don't think somebody, ever could, get to, somebody yeah. could die in every sport. Yeah. Um, and they get paid crazy amount of money. So, sure. But I don't think it's going to be like Death Race 2000 or anything. Yeah. I think that'll be the tipping point, man. That's when we, if you want to use the phrase, jump the shark. There's, when somebody dies and Well, you sort used of, it, not me. Yeah. God forbid I actually <laughs> use that phrase for The Simpsons. And Jonah says I use it for everything. I told Jonah on the phone yesterday, you jumped the shark. <laughs> All right. Well, enough about a good friend, Bruce Jenner. Luke. Mm-hmm. How much do you like theater, Luke? It's an honest question. You do it. Um, I mean, is it a passion of yours that you'll do? For the I rest enjoy of your performing. Okay. I watch friends perform. All right. Um, but very rarely, and I, I have seen some shows and enjoyed them, but very rarely do I just go to a show to see a show. Okay. But personally, if you're in the show, yes. How much do you uh, invest in the show? You give it your one hundred percent. Sure, it dep- so. and it depends on what my. If I'm the lead role, I put a lot into it. You know, if I'm a small part, it's kind of like okay. You know, I put my best into it, but it doesn't take as much. 
Let's see if you're as hardcore as this guy. All right. All right. The guy that got stabbed? This is the guy that got stabbed. I fucking saw this story, and I, I loved every sentence of it. Okay. I loved it. So if, in case you guys aren't familiar, this <laughs> comes from Arizona. Arizona actor accidentally stabbed in stomach during show. To give you a quick background, there's a scene in this particular show where the guy gets stabbed with a knife, and they had taped the knife um, in previous rehearsals <laughs> in order for him to not get hurt when is a scene where he gets stabbed. Okay. Unfortunately, things did not go well during the actual performance. Um, a Tucson actor was accidentally stabbed at a local theater. Ken Beater was stabbed in the stomach with a serrated bread knife. While playing an ex-convict in the show The Language of Flowers at the Temple of Music and Arts Cabaret Theater on Sunday. I would bet a trillion dollars on it that it was an accident, Beater said. <laughs> I don't think that's true. <laughs> he said, The actress and him were supposed to crisscross pass as she was holding a knife, but she did not move according to the blocking, and that led him to getting stabbed. The knife went in three inches and left a four-inch hole. He continued to do the scene. Okay. And then the ambulance came, and the people applauded him off. So he finished the scene. He finished the scene. Okay. Nobody knew what was going on. So he got stabbed. Yeah. Kept did the, did kept he the realize it was going on? Oh, yeah. He, apparently, according to this, he realized he okay. was stabbed. <clears throat> kept the show going. Um, like, if you're going to keep the scene going, <laughs> keep the show going. <laughs> Well, they had to get a medical attention, and so the audience only realized he was stabbed after the ambulance came. Yeah. Well, first off, let's start from the beginning. <laughs> I bet he there wasn't are morons an for using a real knife if you're going to like fake stab somebody. Oh. Uh, you, you use a fake knife or you dull it. You you basically you you grind it down so it's like a flat edge. I had my adrenaline going with the audience there. I pulled the knife out, got my breath, and continued on with the scene. Good boy. He was a recently laid off drama teacher in a Tucson charter school. So apparently you should have stuck the teaching there, champ. Um, uh, you know, the hardest thing out of all that is not the because it probably <laughs> happened so quick. He didn't even realize it and then looked down and there was blood because you got 12 staples, dude. Nice. 12 staples. The decision to use a real knife was made by director and producer Gavin Kiner, according to Beater. Uh, Kiner did not immediately return calls seeking comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's stupid. Holy shit, man. I, during Odd Couple. Would you bleed for the Odd Couple, Luke? I did bleed for the Odd Couple. You did tell me this. Yeah, I yeah. cut my hand on the can, popping the can open, piece of metal, and it, it cut it good. Um, <laughs> but I didn't even realize my hand was cut until I looked down and I had blood on my pants. Um, and it's not the, it's not the cutting my hand and I'm, ge I'm guessing I don't know how much pain the guy felt but it probably happened so quick you don't even realize it With a, th a three inch stab wound that's fucking um, you gotta believe that he was protruding blood like it was yeah it was probably gushing out I mean my I cut my hand it was like dripping yeah and that's you know? just probably and like I'm sitting there trying to figure out how to I'm like my, my shirt's dark so I started like pushing against his shirt because my pants were like tan um but like I, it what it, it's not the thing that makes this guy a fucking stud <laughs> is not the continuing on with the scene, but if he was able to continue on and keep it believable, like not standing up there holding his gut, just delivering the lines really quick. Well, according like, to this, yeah, the audience I, did not know. Yeah, when so. I when I cut my hand 
and I realized I cut my hand, it threw me for about 10 seconds. Like, I, in my Whoa, mind, my line? it took me <laughs> right out of the scene. I missed the line, and Ju- Justin, another guy in the play, covered it. It was a kind of like a throwaway line. I got you. So he just threw the line in there so we can continue. And I realized, I went, oh, fuck, get back into the fucking show. Like, I'm looking at my hand going, how the fuck did that? What? Oh, you know, and then all of a sudden I miss a line, you know? So there's, the, I think, the fucking studly quality of the guy if he kept it going and no one knew. He, that's, that's I, in the moment, man. Maybe he should be a teacher. Go back. To, <laughs> he died for his craft. <laughs> if this guy would have died, like, and he still finished the scene, this, this story would become, like, the most memorable, like, local theater production of all time. I would be more impressive is if the ambulance was there and they're treating him and they're loading him up and he's still doing his lines <laughs> if they wheel him off. Dude, just go. <laughs> just go. <laughs> to be or not to be, and they wheel him off. In case you didn't. Go see Luke in The Odd Couple. Do not listen to special episode number nine of You're Gonna Get a Disease. Do not listen to that. You won't hear it. So, um, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, Rodney told me he listened to it. And I listened to, like, the first, like, I li- I, I edited like, it, so I listened minutes. to it about three times, believe it or not. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I was like, I kind of, like, went, okay, cool. You know, he's got, and then I realized how long it was. I'm like, he's got, like, the whole thing on here. The whole thing? And Rodney's like, yeah, I listened to it. I'm like. I go, dude, I, I just got the DVD. If you want to watch it, that's probably more entertaining. <laughs> well, I you know what? The thing about it was the audio does not get to the the audio quality I wanted to like 20 minutes in. The first stuff with the poker is so low that it kind of is like it's almost a lullaby because the audio is too, too silent and you're straining to hear what's going on. And then by the end of it, it actually picks up. It sounds like a radio drama to me so oh, interesting. especially with the pigeon sisters come in and everything like that oh, so yeah. that's it the audio is great in that spot so but there's so much visual in that scene too that you, it's hard to people start giggling like when i listen to it i'd hear people like laughing and i'm like if including me like huh. i'm like what are they i'm like what are they laughing oh okay that's the part with this but i'm wondering you know i'm sitting there trying to what what's making them laugh here because it's nothing sad it dude was, it was what i visual. recorded that of next to Vern, and i had to edit all Vern's like <laughs> you ready for some Dr. Luke, man? Sure, buddy. All right. Get my diploma. Let's see. Bringing up Dr. Luke. Dr. Luke is a segment where I ask Dr. Luke sex and relationship advice questions I find on the internet. Dr. Luke, you ready for this shit, man? Always, man. I'm professional. Here we go. Uh, Dr. Luke. This one uh, actually comes from a relationship advice column of two people planning on getting married. Maybe we could both help them out. So, Dr. Luke, Mm -hmm. I make my money. She makes her money. How should finances be planned as we come together as a married couple? You mean to pay for the wedding or in general? No, I think just like how do you handle that shit? Whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah, that's, that's a tough question. And I think a lot of people don't ever think about that. When keep, they get in a relationship. Keep separate accounts. Decide. I pay for this. You pay for this. You just basically lay it out and see who makes more money. Who you know who needs to carry more of the burden. Who If you make the same amount of money, hey, let's split everything 50-50 or let's get a joint account. Yeah. What, uh, what I, works for you? I can, I can give you a, a feedback just from my experience. Um, back when we got engaged, I, uh, I said, let's make a joint account. And I said, it makes sense to just have something that. We both know what's in it all the time, blah, blah, blah. And it really did help out. It's like there's no hidden secrets. There's no hiding. The only time I had a separate account was if I wanted to buy her a present or something like that. 
but I never hoarded money or anything. So mm. we always keep I think full disclosure is the one key. So even if your full disclosure is we're keeping separate accounts, that should be something you really discuss sure. before you get like involved. When I, when I, and especially if like if I loan someone money, oh yeah, yeah. I tell Amy. Exactly. Even if it's coming out of just because we have separate accounts and we understand what each of us pays for. Mm-hmm. Um, but I tell her if I make like a donation to something, I, I tell her, especially because I'll put her name on it, too. Like when you're buying radio equipment for a podcast, you have to tell your spouse a year later. <laughs> <laughs> it's always best. Soften the blow. Soften the blow. Yeah. But I think. Uh, yeah. Whatever works best. Man. Well, yeah. Full disclosure and whatever works best for you guys. Join account, separate accounts. Just don't be a scumbag about it. I think the second you start hiding finances from each other, you already have a problem. Because then there's obviously a trust issue that's going on. Sure. And it's just supposed to be your spouse, man. I mean, trust is, Robert De Niro said it best, I trust you, Casino. Now I want to watch that. Fuck it. Let's watch Casino. I'd like a... No, because you got to see Sharon Stone, man. Uh, You don't see her vagina in that one either. All right. There's an interesting question. Would you ever say sorry to your significant other, even though it's not really your fault? Yes. Explain. <laughs> I had to think about this. I'm like, man, I've been caught in that trap too. There's, a, there's a game on. All right. You want it to stop so you, you can watch the game. You fucking end the discussion just to get the hell out of the discussion. Sure. How have I done that? And if you really like, all right, let's get it. Let's go on the more clinical. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you really love somebody, even if you might not think it's your fault, you apologize because of whatever mood you put them in. Or they got in, you don't want them to feel that way, so you apologize. Just kind of give them a win every now and then. Just you know, give them a win. Give them a win. My one nephew told me the one time he goes, he goes, and he he's one I fired. Well, <laughs> I had, I had fired him before, and he came and begged for his job back, basically. And uh, and I told him, I said, you know, you did X Y Z, and you've never apologized. You never said a word. Oh, uh, you know, I don't apologize. Like he thinks that's, and I go, that's think, not a, that's not I a go, good you think that makes you a man that's not a that good you quality. don't apologize? I said, it takes more, more guts to apologize, especially when you think you're not a hundred percent wrong, Yeah, which you have admitted you're wrong in these situations. I go, that takes more, makes you I more. I see of, Jonah just screaming right now. Then fucking apologize. You didn't say that shit, Luke. See? Oh, well, we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, I think it makes you more of a man to apologize, especially when you don't think you're a hundred percent in the wrong. Than it does to to just sit there and like be stubborn about it. I now I'm just like going through my Rolodex of memories. Yeah, I've totally apologized to get out of a fucking fight. Just like yeah, yeah, you're you're right. I'm yeah, sorry. I don't want to fight. I don't want to fight. <laughs> All right, last question of the day, Doctor Luke. Not too many hardcore questions. Today. No, no. I'm still waiting for Agent Mouse to give us her Tinder report. Uh, I got two Tinder reports coming. As a matter of fact, uh, before we get on to the last question. I actually uh, played on somebody's Tinder account. I finally got to see it oh, live and okay. in person. I did this. <laughs> I probably did this for like 20 minutes because it was it, it was everything I thought it would be. It is. Here's the thing. It right? feels like it would be almost like a video game where you're judging it, people. It, it is. It is Caesar, man. It is fucking Julius Caesar. Thumbs up, thumbs down. Yes. Hardcore. It makes you feel like a king. It really does. Not like these people would bang you back. But it just has this feeling of superiority when you're going through pictures and you can be like, no, 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 maybe, you know, again, there's there's that's almost like the validation for I want to get the app just so I could say, no, no, I'm not going to do anything. It's just I feel 
it, it felt powerful to have that kind of uh, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Power. Yeah. <laughs> powerful <laughs> to have that kind of power. It was like just to judge so quickly yeah. based on appearance yeah. alone. It was fucking sweet. So appearance and like one quote. Oh yeah, and the quotes. The quote we actually we we um we found a a woman on there aged fifty four because uh, the person that's Tinder account was they had their it was like anyone mm-hmm. you could set the dials to like find people any age any group fifty four year old woman. Came right out and said, "I'm trans. I'm transgender. Okay, you know, I do have a penis." That was the first two sentences of the profile, and then six picture pictures of this person with cleavage, and it was like just so you you're kind of wondering. Can you put nude pics on there? Do people? I do? think there's some sort of limitation. Like it's probably against their terms of service if to put like. Okay. Nude, but there's a lot of bikini photos and everything like. Okay, that. Okay, I just didn't know if like the you know this transgender person would have like the six pic is my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just wondering if people put up shit like that to see who's still going to click it because it didn't look like a dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just to see. All right. Can you imagine like not reading and you go, oh, they're hot. You <laughs> click on it. <laughs> you go out on a date or two. You reach down. So we're going to get some more Tinder. Reports. Grab their fucking goober and realize, holy fuck. I find I find it absolutely fascinating. The uh, just the speed of it. It's fucking insane. So I'm a slow person in a fast world. and It's terrible. The last question, Dr. Luke, that comes in. Uh, been dating my girl for a little while. I have been uh, quite successful in the area of women. Okay. I, I've had lots and lots of partners. I'm not, uh, I don't have a disease or anything like that. Should I ever disclose nope. the amount of sexual nope. partners I've had nope. to my significant other? Nope. I'll give you a formula. <laughs> Is it always the three? Cut it in half and divide by three. <laughs> and then, so that you seem realistic, remember one more. <laughs> I'll tell you how this goes. Oh, All right. We'll okay, do, go ahead. We'll so do figure. a scenario. Ask me. We're dating. All right. You're the woman. Luke, we've been, we've been dating a while, and... Uh, I'm just curious. I mean, it's just, I'm not going to judge you or yeah. anything, but I was just curious. I've uh, you how many how many uh, people have you been with? Um, that was my best girl impersonation. Three. Yeah, three. No, wait, no, no, four. I'm sorry, four. Oh, wait, how could you just forget? Was it just some sort of tryst? Was it a one night stand? You fucking man whore. You see, I I was believable though. <laughs> okay. Now, what was my actual number? Uh, carry the two, <laughs> divide by pi. I don't know what is it like. Well, if I'm <laughs> dividing, so I actually had four. All right, I said so. Divided by three. Oh, what was your formula again? One more time. Uh, cut it in half and divide by three. Cut it in half, divide by. God damn. So twelve, <laughs> uh, right? Twelve Wait. and then twenty-four. So you, oh shit, that's a lot, Luke. But like, you don't. You saw four. <laughs> yeah, the formula works. But what about a woman? What What about if a guy should a guy ever ask a woman? No, no. So, so, is that knowledge that you ever want? No, you don't want that. You want to know what she's willing to do now. Yeah, I think so. Don't so, ever. It's. Have you ever had a threesome? Did you enjoy it? <laughs> Can I? And if the both answers to that are yes, you go. <laughs> Jackpot. <laughs> Thank you, Dr. Luke, for your medical expertise. We do appreciate it. No problem, buddy. Uh, I went to school for that. 
I've had sex with seven hundred. No, divide by two, three fit. No, yeah. have you been with? Have you been with? You know, 40, 40 people. <laughs> divide by two, twenty, or yeah, split in half, twenty. Divide by three. You go on the heavy end. You have seven. All right. So let's get to the Jonah uh, corrections. Story. Jonah corrections and and Nick corrections. So first, first and foremost, you called me yesterday. I yeah. told the very first Luke story yeah, yeah, of the yeah. week because you know we were, we were talking about the whole episode, drugs. and I got a kick out of the fact that between you two, you said, "Well, Luke won't listen to this probably eight times because you you have a tendency to not listen <laughs> sure. to anything." So you know, we just. I, I think it's and almost like it was great we, we you... like to poke just enough because actually it's funny when, when you uh, when you put posted like that uh, movie review was brutal on our on our Facebook page. I uh, I was actually talking to John at the Star Wars thing, and I was like, I don't know if Luke listened to the whole episode or got to Interstellar, and he's well, like, "Fuck!" It, it it tell you what, I I should get a fucking espy. For uh, <laughs> that's our new line. <laughs> I should get the Arthur Ashe Courage Award for fucking not only listening to the whole episode but making it through Interstellar. I didn't have you seen forward. the actual movie? No, but I'm not gonna know. Yeah. Oh god, yeah, it's brutal. I'm but still Jill. Come I, on this show and debate me, Jill. I did Jill enjoy Connelly. your Matthew McConaughey. Huh? I did enjoy Matthew McConaughey. My impersonation. Yeah, of him? I got a kick out of it. Thank so you. often you throwing the line in. I, that made me laugh. <laughs> I thought it wasn't so bad, you know. Hey, <laughs> because I think it morphed into like a Bill Clinton. Yeah, well, it's like a slow, Bush. It's like a dim-witted Bill Clinton you were throwing out there, and that's fine. It was funny because you'd be like, "Hey, we got to go to this planet," yeah. you know. And I'd be, I'd like, hey, hey. <laughs> well, here's the thing: me and Jonah f- finished recording that. We're like, "Oh, that was bad." Yeah. Yeah, I mean, both of us said at the same time, like that shit was fucking awful. And, and I that's like, why I, when you tell me. Can you record? And I say, no, I'm going to the Cubs game. And you go, well, I'll just see if I can get something out there. Yes. No. And we, and dude, we got listens to that. That's amazing. People, But people listen. <laughs> it, it, listen. Hey, if they can get one if, chuckle off of Matthew McConaughey impersonation, people, I'm good with if it. If people show up and buy food and it's shitty and your attitude is, well, I just want to give them something, <laughs> they're not coming back. They're coming back, Luke. They're coming back. I think you lost listeners because of Interstellar. <laughs> anyway. I told a Luke story, yeah, of the week of the uh, about you thing. massaging my my wife, man, yeah, and you had corrections for me, so yeah. I, um, I hate to always Jono's upset with us rebooting, rehashing, but we have to let well, Luke say his piece. He wants I, to say his piece. I don't so. ever remember like we first thought you made when I said you were like Luke standing there watching me, and it made me feel like it, a it, creepy, like <laughs> in the corner with my cock in my hand, going. <laughs> I was. <laughs> I, I even clarified, and I hope I, I didn't. I don't remember exactly what I said on the show, but to clarify, Luke was not watching <laughs> me give massages to people. Like I had, he was at the party, yeah. and he was um, there. And I don't ever remember like offering massages because I was such a massage whore. You to would receive. yes, yes, you would. Receive. I actually sat with Allison, and I and I just met her that night, and I said, "Rub my shoulders." So she massaged me. All right, for like two minutes, but I was always like, "To anyone, massage me, massage yeah. me." Okay, and that was my Joe whole was thing. a frequent victim of that, if yes. I'm not mistaken. Yes. So. Um, so I don't remember that. I may, you know, I may have said to you, I don't remember. But you, my, my it was, quote it was to you jabs, was not, little jabs more than anything. But yeah, the exact quote, quote was, after the fact was because this was like two months before I moved to California, mm-hmm. and I, I my quote when you got engaged, I think the words I said to you were, yep. and I told you, do you know that night was the first night I met Allison, and she massaged me, and I said, 
good thing I moved to California because if I just turn it on, she's not marrying you. And <laughs> which, build you, off which, of you have, that, which you have said repeatedly. Yeah, to me, I've okay. built off of that about every six months. I remind you that it's like she'd be mad that, to me. you know, <laughs> and I'll, I'll I'll do the circle around my face and go. I can't turn this off. This doesn't go away, <laughs> you know. So that was that. That I just wanted to clarify because I don't uh, remember. So like, just minor massage. clarifications, yeah, but no, a, no, it was a good story. Fairly, I fairly the, accurate. Story. I remember the night. And I remember yeah. you know meeting Allison, and uh, it's funny because she was you know dressed all in black, and her hair was all jet black, yeah. dyed. It was it was that red hair. That yeah, she has in her and then I came belt. back, and she was you were dating her, and she was all clean cut. And, Allison has had a lot of looks yeah. over the years. Yeah. She is definitely like if you would not know. A picture of Allison ten years ago looks completely different. So, and even ten years before that, well, it's, it was cool to like come back um, and see her after a couple of years, and she had sort of morphed into an adult from like that brooding teen. Oh yeah, you know, so that was kind of cool. Well, well, I used to give her shit because I used to call her goth, and she goes, "I'm not fucking goth. I'm punk." You know, just I'm not like, I, I I'm a vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Those douche, douchey goth kids. That's all her brothers is to Andrew and I'm like, emo. Allison used to be a goth. It's like fuck you. I'm emo. <laughs> so um, I think we have finally put an end to the Jonah in Vegas. Oh no! Wait, hang on. I got one more thing. <laughs> I thought it was keeps going. Well, I think and it's going. funny that they claim I said I was never. I was at <laughs> breakfast or not in breakfast. I think that's their, their sticking point to try to take away the the actual the actual uh, truth of the story, which is the point of the story. So you think they're arguing minutia? They're like arguing exact details of where you were when it was said. And like, yeah, Luke and wasn't I, at blah blah because blah. Because we went to the racetrack for Allison's birthday, and the first thing Jared says to me goes, "Hi, liar!" And I said, "Oh, okay. What am I lying about?" We goes, we discussed this on Dosh Drunks uh, number three, but yeah. it's near the end of the episode. If you survived through that, you might have heard Luke say this before. Well, so, he said uh, to me, he goes, he goes, "You said we were in a restaurant." I said, "No, I didn't." I said we were, and I think I don't remember what I said. I never said we were in a restaurant. And then Joe's like, "Yeah, Luke said that we were we we were after breakfast and we were at breakfast." And I'm like, "No, I don't remember at what point we ate. I remember it was breakfast time. I never said restaurant." What Jared said. I'm like, what do you want from me? And he's like, it's on tape. How anymore. can he argue when it's on tape and he's getting all worked up? I'm like, I, I got to be honest with you. All I'm enjoying is the back and forth that just keeps going on. I'm enjoying that it bothers Jonah. Yeah. <laughs> we, I mean, we've we've filled minutes and minutes, almost an hour of this nonsense story. So yeah. I told, it, I, and it's not even that good of a story. I know it's not even that great. It's, I told Jonah yesterday. I said, you know, I could hear you'd bring something up, you'd get angry. Then you'd create the scenario of how you would rebut me, and it kept happening. And I said, "I go, Jonah. I'm carrying your show. I'm not even there." <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, new Jonah story this week. I'll tell a story where I view Jonah as the hero. I was I mentioned it to Luke. Is this one a little too hardcore? Or should I? Tell no. You? I, All right. I, I think it's great. It's, I think it's great. I mentioned to you before yeah. we started recording. So. Um, and my response was, this sounds like something I would this say. This sounds like something you would do. Which is, that makes me proud of Jonah. Yeah. Because he's usually a hug giver. <laughs> this was not hug giver Jonah. This was not Macklemore material. He, <laughs> Macklemore will not be rapping about this. <laughs> Dude, Jonah, Jonah went hardcore. All right. So we had a um, mutual acquaintance back then. Uh, he was a student. He was not doing well in his classes. As a matter of fact, he skipped out on a lot of them, didn't show up. And so 
he was going to fail out of school. Mm-hmm. And we were all friends with this person at the time. He goes hat in hand to his professors and says, hey, the reason I've not been around and I've not been going to class is because I have cancer. So it gets real heavy, like, mm. oh, shit, you know, mm. nobody knew. We're really sorry. I can't believe it. Very, very sympathetic ear toward this sure. this individual. Let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. Now, with the sympathetic ear, and this may come up in the story as you sure, tell. Sure, sure. Was it like, oh, wow, okay, well, you know, or did he, like, milk the... Yeah, it seemed that way to me. Like uh, he went, not only, like, am I getting help get catching up on my classes, but... I'm going to milk the sympathy a little bit. Yeah, because all of his friends went the same route. Like, hey, man, you yeah. know, dude, you need anything. That's It's a terrible thing. So it's almost to somebody. like Luke needs a kidney fundraiser. Luke, can, that's a Luke story that I have to tell uh, another time. That was a, excuse me, that was a great fucking night. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of stories that came out of that, too. Anyway, so I don't remember exactly how it happened, but it turns out this individual was completely lying about everything. Yeah. He lied about having cancer Mm -hmm. to get released from his shitty grades and not showing up. Mm -hmm. You know how fucked up that is to me? It's pretty low. That is is low on the totem pole of terrible shit. And I always like this gentleman because he always seemed like a very nice, low key guy. So we find out. Jonah really upset about it. Jonah knew this person very well, so I'm, see, I'm trying to keep as much detail out of it as possible because, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's not my I, – again, I don't know beyond what happens what I know. Yeah, you liked his photo yeah. the other day, so you're still in touch with him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm keeping that. All right. <laughs> um, so, Jonah, in the middle of uh, this lobby area where a bunch of people are, mm-hmm. this is not in private. He walks up to this person after it's found out that he does not have cancer. Jonah walks up as loud as possible, walks right up to him and goes, hey, so how's that cancer treating you? Just the the look on this kid's face that somebody called him out, like in front of everyone. all of his friends. And what was and the everyone, response? Storms out of the place. Like no response, just walks out as quickly as possible. And I just remember going like, Dude, that was awesome yeah. because you said what everybody wanted to say. Like, you're a piece of shit yeah. for even coming up with such a bullshit lie. Now, so, did – what was the, the end result of – End result was I believe they left the school, if I remember correctly, and um, there's only been a few – you know, relationships over time. I think a lot of people forgot about that particular moment, but it was yeah, like years and years it ago. It sounds so. vague. Like mm-hmm. I may have heard it. I never looked at him and went, oh yeah, you're kind of a douche. Like that, I always, that is oh, a, a friendly guy. And, it, and, and I want to apologize in advance. If there is more details to that story that I am unaware of, and I would eat my words in a second. If I found out that there was some sort of truth to that, that I did not know, but this is everything I know. And I was actually happy that somebody called somebody out yeah. with such a terrible lie. Jonah overcame his, like... And Jonah's like me. He would be very, you know, like, hey, you know, take him to the side. Like, why would you do that, you know? But Jonah fucking called somebody out in the middle of a group you of people. You know why? I don't know. Because he, in doing <laughs> Macklemore that... wasn't around at the time. 
he tapped he tapped into Jonah's Macklemore side. And Jonah doesn't like being having his Macklemore side used and abused like that. He basically bent Jonah's Macklemore over the kitchen table and plowed him dry. And Jonah doesn't appreciate that. So that's when Jonah fights back. Jonah fought back. Um, he fought back for all of us when you think his, about it. His, you know, Macklemore's butthole was just ripped right open by that that horrible lie. <laughs> That guy's for the visual champ. <laughs> sure, buddy. Hmm. I got nothing else for this show, brother. What okay. about you? I want to eat this muffin. I'm good. It's delicious. Because, uh... yeah, we can have coffee and muffins now. Uh, listen to all the shows on the Disease Network, Something Gay, Tum That Just Happened, Dosh Drunks, The Vag Dialogues. And, of course, you're going to get a disease. For Luke, this is Nick. Go get a disease, everybody. Have a good day. <laughs> 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 <laughs>